Welcome to Introverts Own Your Voice. I'm Tom Marku. And I'm Johanna McLeod. This episode is about what to do when someone won't listen to you. What? Okay, that, you're, you're starting right off. This is such an important, vital detail. I see so much about learn how to listen. And I'm focused on the idea that there are many times when someone crucial to you, a close person, a family member, a friend, a co-founder, somebody just won't listen to you. Mm -hmm. How can you heal the relationship if they won't listen to you? Do you even want to? Well, we'll talk about that. Sometimes, maybe for a couple years, you can't repair a particular relationship because someone has perceptions about you and they don't want to give you a moment to just reach out and connect. Mm -hmm. We're going to start off with a couple of ideas that can help in many situations. The first one is listen first. Mm -hmm. When two people come together, usually the best idea for us is to listen to the other person first. Mm -hmm. Let them get all that out. And sometimes add, oh, anything else? Mm -hmm. Oh, is there anything else I need to know about that? So that helps. And then the second thing is that if you work with someone in a business setting, let's say a boss. One time I was hit with a really tough question while I was speaking to a room full of project managers. And one person said, so what do you do if your boss won't listen to you? Mm. And I said, I need to pause for a moment. I want my response to be valuable to you. That was my way of getting some think space so I could think about what my answer would be because I didn't have an answer because that's a terrible conundrum. Mm -hmm. You need to know what you need to know to do your job correctly. Mm -hmm. You need to know the priorities for your job. You need to know your boss's priorities. You need to know the company's priorities. Sometimes these things don't all line up. Yes. Suddenly the insight came to me, and this is one of the things we can do when someone won't listen to us, mm -hmm. is you quote them back to them. Let me explain. One of the most powerful ideas that one of my team members said to me was while we were working on a book cover. Mm. And she said to me, that's good art. It won't sell any books. And I went, whoa, that was brilliant. That was completely clear that it was valuable what I was trying to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it wasn't working for our objectives. I hope you gave her a raise. Bonus came in there. Don't worry. <laughs> We're looking at situations in which someone won't listen to you. Many times they can't listen to you. Mm -hmm. So we already talked about listen first to them. The second thing is you can quote them back to themselves. Mm -hmm. So now if there was some situation where I was talking with this team member and let's say they got really focused and they were focused on art. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, hey, you know, let's call her Janet. Hey, you know, Janet, remember that time you told me that's good art, but it's not going to sell any books? I think we're in a similar situation now. Mm -hmm. See, so that's quoting the person back to them and they go, yeah, that was one of my better ideas. What happens if you get resistance? You get resistance all the time. People naturally resist. And so the things that we're going to share next is to talk about resistance, what to do about it, and to acknowledge it and sometimes realize that the resistance is too big for the person to listen to you for this day, this week, mm -hmm. two years. Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk about resistance. Like I'm glad you bring that up, Joanna. So we're going to use the word AIM, and every letter stands for a method. So A of AIM is alert to the person is upside down. Mm -hmm. Just alert to the person is upside down. So Joanna, I remember you had this insight about if you try to help somebody, you give them a little work, but they're still upset. Mm -hmm. You said... It doesn't matter because the person's thinking, are you helping me 
or not. That's the thing. You didn't solve it for me. You didn't solve my financial upset yeah. or, or so difficulties. Either you're solving it or you're not solving it for me. So the point that we're talking about here is what to do when someone won't listen to you mm -hmm. is sometimes you have to see that, oh my gosh, they're completely upside down. Mm -hmm. And that's why A is alert to the person is upside down. Mm -hmm. I can't get into this because no matter what I do, it's not going to solve it. How do you realize when the person's just too far gone? You're going to have to go with your intuition, wherever you feel it. In some of our podcast episodes, we, t we talk about f whether you feel it in your chest or you feel it in your gut or you feel it like too much tension in your shoulders or your neck. You're going to have to feel your way through it mm -hmm. because sometimes you don't have enough data. And the other thing that's really sad is that sometimes you do everything correctly. Like I have a process where I interview at least three people who've worked with someone before. Mm -hmm. And still, I find out when they get on the job that they don't function the way the package was shown to you. Oh, you see, so sometimes, well, you do your best. Mm -hmm. The next thing we're going to talk about, though, at this moment is I, which is initiate a brief idea, an image, or a story. Mm. One of my readers, actually, I was talking with them on the phone, and they read a book called Darkest Secrets of Making a Pitch to the Film and Television Industry. And they said, you know, one of the important ideas that was in that book that really helped them mm -hmm. was that the way people listen, they listen with the reptile brain. Mm -hmm. That's how the words come in. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it stays down there with the reptile brain. The reptile brain is the part of the brain that is for survival. Mm -hmm. It keeps you alive. A situation where, let's say, somebody's completely upside down with money. They're worried about having enough money for food and rent, let's say. Mm -hmm. That's where they're living. They're living in the survival place, mm -hmm. which means if you mm -hmm. try to give them a whole idea, remember, this is all about what to do when someone won't listen to you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not won't listen, it's I can't listen. And so if someone is upside down, sometimes you really can't reach them. But uh -huh. sometimes you can reach them with a brief idea, just like my team member, who said, that's good art, but it's not going to sell any books. Mm -hmm. That little phrase, that's good art, it's not going to sell any books, is a brief idea. Sometimes people can hear something that's brief, mm -hmm. straight to the point. Now, I could hear it. I was really in the moment of doing the art and, oh, this is really interesting. There was mm -hmm. something kind of blossoming out of this lake in the middle of mountains and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool art. And that's where I was. Uh -huh. But what cut through my focus and kind of like the cloud of art, art, art <laughs> around me was that's good art see so thank so you basically the team member was giving you praise saying yes. that you were doing something positive and, yes. and worthwhile yes but at the same time they're trying to put you in a reality state of what people are actually going to be looking for exactly so art might be excellent for a museum mm -hmm. but it's a different type of art, mm -hmm. commercial art, mm -hmm. where you want to sell books. So when you want to convey something, that person goes, oh, I need that book. It's going to make my life better. Mm -hmm. It's a different type of art. Yes. So what I'm talking about is I is initiate a brief idea, which mm -hmm. we just talked about, an image or a story. See, stories are going on. So there are three types or parts of the brain. Mm -hmm. Now, this is certain language that certain scientists use. So reptile brain, emotional brain, and new brain. Mm -hmm. or what's called the neocortex. Mm -hmm. What happens here is if someone's stuck in survival mode, they can't hear some things. Mm -hmm. So hopefully they'll get to a more even keel and then they can hear you in the future. Mm -hmm. Could be a week later, could be a month later. I know that when something really intense comes in once in a while, I will really be shaken up mm -hmm. and it will hurt. Mm -hmm. I know 
to take time and also I go to my circle of most trusted advisors mm -hmm. and talk through it. It's very interesting too because they disagree with each other. <laughs> but that's okay. Then I can find out my own intuition about mm -hmm. things. And sometimes the answer is a combination of a little bit of A and a little bit of a B and mm -hmm. now I'm making something different. C. Mm -hmm. I had my own values and intuition about it. So, But my point that I'm getting to here is that you tell a story, sometimes that reaches people because that's what works. The mm -hmm. reptile brain can take story and then it goes up into the emotional brain. Would and you say that making it more visceral mm -hmm. would kind of like the key to open up the gate to go through? Absolutely, and here's the challenge. When you are forming a speech, I work with a number of clients helping them with their speeches, whether it's a TED talk or it's a sales presentation or it's mm -hmm. a speech in front of the media or in front of all hands meeting, that kind of thing. You use your neocortex to make the speech, but they're listening with their reptile brain. Mm, interesting. But mm -hmm. then we go to the emotional brain and we can have a thing called the amygdala hijack. The amygdala are two bundles of tissue, you would say, in the brain. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they can do a hijack, which means that whatever you say doesn't even make it to the other person's neocortex. So basically, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. Oh, he's cute. Oh, well, you see, that's interesting. The reptile brain is saying survival and then, oh, he's cute. It sounds like an emotional brain thing. Mm -hmm. Right, I'm with you. So the idea here is to be aware that you formulate what you're going to say with the neocortex, but they hear it with the reptile brain, watch out. Mm -hmm. And I was initiate a brief idea, mm -hmm. an image, or a story. So that is part of what we're talking about with AIM. M is measure data points. Now, we kind of hinted at this. Already we talked about that somebody, let's say they're upside down about money or, or something like that, mm -hmm. and they can't hear that you don't have the budget. And we also talked about in A, we say alert to the person is upside down. And you asked me in the course of our conversation, you asked me, well, then how do you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All you can do is work with present time data points and also try to pick up some clues. But the problem about clues from the past is that sometimes the situation did not come up mm -hmm. where that person is not going to be good for your team. Mm -hmm. I remember you discussing with me earlier a quote, a very good quote, called Believe Them the First Time. Yes, exactly. This is from Maya Angelou. Mm -hmm. She said, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Mm -hmm. Which means that a lot of times people will delude themselves. They will say, oh, I have a new friend. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. You have somebody who wants something from you. You're paying mm -hmm. them a fee. They're not a friend. Mm -hmm. So be careful. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So M is for measure data points. So you measure, you say, well, look, how many times have I heard someone say bad things about other people or other jobs? Mm -hmm. But here's my point. We're talking about measure data points. One of the things that we need to be certain of is that there are situations where someone thinks that they've got a new team member who's totally devoted to the work. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at what we're making. A lot of people can be polite because we've been trained that yes. through socialization. Uh -huh. But then sometimes a supervisor or an entrepreneur is actually mistaken, whether it's polite or friendly. Mm -hmm. These are two different things. Mm -hmm. Polite is just the social graces. Mm -hmm. Someone keeps listening. Yes. You're talking, they keep listening. Oh, you're the boss, I'll keep listening. Mm -hmm. But on the inside, they're actually holding score, like saying, Look at how this person makes me lose part of my lunch. Mm -hmm. Or look how this person talks to me after five o'clock. I was just reading a text about Walt Disney. He would call one of his animators, Ward Kimball, at all kinds of times at, at night. 
because he'd have, oh, Ward, let's talk about this. But there was no misunderstanding here. Walt was the boss. Mm -hmm. And Ward liked Walt, but he said you could also be afraid of Walt, too. Mm -hmm. But whatever Walt Disney was, he was someone who could pull people together and get amazing things done. Mm -hmm. But let's not be deluded here. Walt was the boss. Ward wasn't really a friend, mm -hmm. you see. There are some people nowadays, you see it more and more, many of us introverts might feel like, oh, if I could just solve this through email. The problem with email is it's a one-sided conversation. Mm -hmm. You say what you say, and if you say anything mean or intense or no, 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 or whatever it is, it's a one-sided conversation. Now, some people like that mm -hmm. because it's quicker, they mm -hmm. think, mm -hmm. but the damage they cause mm -hmm. through that quick little email or quick text or quick chat in Facebook, mm -hmm. That's a huge loss of time and loss of opportunities. I heard that a lot of our communication is actually done not verbally, but by sight and body language. Right. At least I want to talk to somebody on the phone. I can solve something in seven minutes that would take two hours with back and forth emails or something like that. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people who don't want to do that. And so what I do, if I have a team member, I actually set up a phone talking budget. At this point, it'd be a great time to do a Marku moment. From this book is called Your Secret Charisma, How to Repair Business and Personal Relationships and Gain Trust and Forgiveness for Success, Happiness, and Fulfillment. Here's an excerpt. It's actually from page 24. And so we use the word far, F-A-R, and we identify three things. Mm -hmm. F is for forgiveness. Mm. A is for amends. And R is for regret. Mm. In the book, we talk about ask for forgiveness. Amends. Seek to make amends. Mm -hmm. Regret. Express your regret. When you seek to repair the business or personal relationship, you need all three. Mm -hmm. And expressing regret, I am really sad that my clumsy behavior caused you pain, caused you trouble. Mm -hmm. I did it. I'm sorry. And here's my plan of how I can do it better next time. Interesting point that you read them off as far and you put make amends before you have regret, but you expressed regret first and then amends later. Well done. Yes. I often think that asking for forgiveness and making amends, expressing regret, that all happens in whatever order it needs to. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if the person will not talk to you, and this is a crucial thing because we're talking about what to do when someone won't listen to you. Mm -hmm. They won't talk to you. They won't even come to the phone. Mm. I know about families where it could be the mother, it could be the father, it could be a guardian, whatever. They won't even come to the phone. Tell them I'm busy. Mm. What you do is you express regret or you express something else to get them to the phone. My next question is, what will you be taking from this conversation, Joanna? I think the one thing I'm going to take away is that we have to get past the reptile brain in mm -hmm. order to really have a real communication. I'm with you. And in fact, the way to get past that is first you better acknowledge that it's going on, that the person might be upside down and therefore they're stuck in survival mode. Mm -hmm. Someone stuck in survival mode can't hear a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? If you can, you hear them out. Mm -hmm. They express. So at the very beginning of the conversation, we say, listen first. Mm -hmm. Then you also quote their words back to them. Mm -hmm. For example, you could say, oh, I hear you. It's a real tough time. Yeah, you know, the economy is down. And so... Can I look at your resume? Can I proofread it for you? Would that be helpful? Mm -hmm. You see, so you talk about what they want to talk about or what's bothering them. Mm -hmm. So that's how they may eventually, once they come to a more even keel, they may be able to hear you. Mm -hmm. So yes, that reptile brain. And to remember that anything that we try to do when we try to, oh, I got to have the right words to uh -huh. repair this relationship, we're up in our neocortex. We're up in the new brain. Mm -hmm. We're going to need to communicate to them 
with the brief idea. This was I initiate brief idea an image or a story because that's going to come in through. So if you think of it as like an apartment building where you have three floors, the first mm -hmm. floor is the reptile brain. You're coming in the door of the reptile brain. Mm -hmm. And if you do it skillfully, you might get into the emotional brain. Mm -hmm. And then if it really works, eventually, if they're not upside down, you can get to the third floor, the neocortex, mm -hmm. the new brain. Mm -hmm. And thank you, Joanna. Thank you, Tom. We'd like to share that we have an online class called The Introvert's Formula to Get Clients. The next class with some space still available is in January 2019. So if you want to pre-enroll, you can go to getthebigyes.com and click on the contact and send us a message. Once again, that's getthebigyes.com. We're glad that you heard this broadcast and we invite you to click to subscribe. And then you'll be supporting me and Joanna and our message. And so now remember, introverts can show their best self with strategy. I'm Johanna McLeod. I'm Tom Marcuth. Thank you. Be well. Bye.